everybody, it's time for Read Rants. We are going to talk a little bit about blue light. Blue light glasses, blue light therapy, blue light good, blue light bad. So stay right there. We'll be right back. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening, downloading, tuning in for all you people that are just as old as me. I appreciate each and every one of you. Today, we are going to talk a little bit about blue light. I had a young person, very dear to my heart, ask me a few months back what my opinion was on blue light glasses. I hadn't really heard of them, and they're really blue light blocking glasses, so maybe that's what she said. What I have finally done is a little research on that. I am familiar with blue light in that how it can mess with your sleep patterns, circadian rhythms. We've gone over it a little bit in the sleep deprivation episode where we talked about good sleep hygiene. This is going to be a little bit different this week because we're going to focus in more on blue light and what it means to you. Blue light is good for you. It helps you stay awake. It helps fight off depression. If you're hoping to fall asleep anytime soon, avoid blue light. You want to disconnect from any type of device source of blue light when you're wanting to get ready for bed. And this is part of good sleep hygiene. My phone has a nighttime mode where I can actually make the screen warmer. So that might be an option for you, but I would definitely work on staying away from the phone if you want to get a good night's sleep. This is probably going to be associated a lot with sleep because one of the biggest things that blue light messes with is your sleep patterns. And there are cascading effects that are negative to your health that have to do with that. Things you want to stay away from, TV, laptop, desktop. People that are north of the Arctic or south of the Antarctic are in the American Southwest and Northwestern Africa. They get tons of sun. People north of the Arctic and people south of the Antarctic get a lot of sun just because of the positioning of the Earth on its axis and all that good rot. People in the American Southwest and the Northeastern African region, they get tons of hours, as much as 4,000 hours in a year, which apparently is a stinking lot. Let's think about it this way. If you work a 40-hour week in a year, you're working 2,000 hours. So that's like 80 hours a week of sun. If they're getting up to 4,000 hours of sun a year, that's a lot. There are some websites that sell blue light blocking sunglasses. So then you can use them while you're on your computer and they won't affect you. It supposedly fights digital eye strain. Let me give you a little backstory first of all. Part of the reason why there's all this hubbub about blue light, it's a little bit of a resurrection from back in the 80s, I believe it was, because there were blue light blocking sunglasses back then. But now that we live in this digital age where we're constantly tethered to our phone, a tablet, some sort of device that emits quite a bit of blue light, people are experiencing digital eye strain. 
And what they're doing, some of these blue light glasses resellers, not necessarily the manufacturers, they're implying a relationship between digital eye strain and exposure to blue light. And I quote from one of the articles, implying a casual relationship between two things that are actually unrelated, the light emitted by digital screens and the strain we feel from looking at any one thing for too long. So digital eye strain is basically, you've looked at something for too stinking long. Our eyes are not made to focus on something for hours on end. I'm going to give you a little bit of a formula to help you combat eye strain. And this is another thing that can help you exercise your eyes. As you get older, like me, your eyes, they're less flexible. The lens is less flexible. It's a little harder to see things. But part of the reason why some people may get nearsighted or farsighted is because they're focusing on something near too often and maybe not needing to focus on something near too often. According to Raul Karan, oh wow, this is a tough one. Let's try it again. Rahul Karanha, an ophthalmologist and clinical spokesperson for the American Academy of Ophthalmology, Digital eye strain and the negative effects of blue light on your eyes are two separate concerns. And this is another thing. So digital eye strain and exposure to blue light are two different things. They're not causal. They're maybe correlated, but let's go on. I did find a lot of websites that had the blue light glasses or the blue light blocking glasses that were touting that they prevented eye strain. I don't think that that's the case. This is another example, in my opinion, of something that we need to do as humans to take care of ourselves. And it's not going to take a pill or wearing a certain pair of glasses to cure the problem of eye strain. What we need to do to cure the problem of eye strain is to stop focusing on something for hours on end. Every time you are spending time focusing on something near to you for reading or looking at your phone or texting or anything like that, be sure to spend some time focusing away. I think a lot of these blue light blocking glasses are basically snake oil. I don't think that you really need them. I can see where people are on the computer for several hours a day They might want to put a screen in front of their computer to make it emit less blue light and make it warmer. But for our purposes, we're talking more about blue light as it pertains to health and being able to sleep at night. And like I said, something to really, really consider is several reputable sources are saying that digital eye strain and blue light are two different things. One of the websites that I found actually gave some tips on how to combat blue light and eye strain, but you don't really need their glasses to use these tips. Some of them are very simple, like focusing on something else for a while, taking frequent breaks, little things like that that you actually need to do just in general. If your eyes are bothering you, blink. One of the articles that I read recently that is unrelated to this podcast was talking about how many people have dry eye syndrome 
And the reason why they get dry eyes or dry eye syndrome is because they are not completely blinking. This is something that I never really considered. We focus on things. We don't blink. We sit there like a deer in the headlights, reading, 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 looking at the TV, looking at anything, and we don't blink. Blinking is the process that gets your eyes lubricated. We've got three different tear film layers. We've got an aqueous layer, which is the water layer. We've got the lipid layer, which is the oily. Is it oily layer? Yeah. And then we've got, what else is the other one? Damn it. I can't remember. We've got several layers of tear film that all work together to make sure that our eyes are lubricated and the mechanism to make that work is blinking. When your lids touch each other, they release and spread the lubrication that we need in order to see. If your eyes are dry, it's very difficult to focus. They sting, they hurt, all sorts of bad things happen. You can actually get micro scratches on your sclera and on your iris which is not a very good thing. The great thing, again, is our body has that wonderful thing called homeostasis. And when we sleep at night, all those little micro tears, micro scratches are being healed because our eyes are closed. Let's get back on to the whole blue light. According to Harvard Health, research shows that blue light may contribute to the causation of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, and obesity. When I read this, I'm like, certainly this is spurious. Certainly this is correlated and not causal. If our sleep is disrupted, it causes a cascade of health risks. We can literally die from not getting enough sleep. So important. There is some research that does connect the instance of diabetes with disruption of the circadian rhythm. And I realized as I read the article further, okay, yeah, they did do a clinical study. There is some link there, but still probably correlated and not causal. Besides, the sample size was incredibly small way too small to be anything that's considered with any amount of reliability. A sample size of 10 is not proving anything as far as I'm concerned. It does not make it valid. It makes it maybe a concern, not valid. And then another Harvard study shed a little bit of light on the possibility of the connection of diabetes and possible obesity. The researchers put 10 people on a schedule, again, 10 people, too small of a sample size, on a schedule that gradually shifted timing of their circadian rhythms. Their blood sugar levels increased, throwing them into a pre-diabetic state and levels of leptin went down. Now, if you remember from one of my previous episodes, leptin is the thing that makes you feel full. When leptin is low, you're feeling hungry. If you don't get enough sleep, leptin is lower, ghrelin is higher. Ghrelin is the hormone that makes you feel hungry. So blue light, sunlight, is very important for you to get your circadian rhythm on track. One of the bad things about blue light, it can damage light-sensitive cells in the retina. 
This causes changes that resemble those of macular degeneration, which can lead to permanent vision loss. When I read this, I'm like, holy moly. And I'm saying moly because I do not want to say the other word because I'm trying to keep it PG. I had no idea that too much blue light can cause and or contribute to macular degeneration. Macular degeneration is very, very serious. It makes me think what is going to happen with all these kids that were born in the cell phone age where they're looking at cell phones when they're two and three, tablets, playing games. What's going to happen to them when they're 60? Are they all going to be blind because they've spent so much time in front of some type of a screen? One of the other things that it talked about that was a problem with blue light and looking at screens is since it's pixels, they're constantly moving and changing and that makes it difficult for our eyes to compensate. They're not really set up for that type of focusing. Many people have digital books and they're pretty much obsolete at this point, but I still have my Sony e-reader. And part of the reason why I purchased a Sony e-reader over a Nook or something like that with a light source behind it was the Sony e-reader had pearl ink technology. And what that meant was it's a screen that is just words on a screen. It's not got a light source behind it. Prior to having to wear glasses almost all the time to read, I could read if it was a book more so than if it was on any type of computer screen or lighted screen source, which now I'm actually able to read at night because I've got a tablet or a reader that doesn't have a light source behind it. So it's not going to mess with my sleep. It's not going to expose me to blue light. Blue light does do a body good. It is well documented that some blue light exposure is essential to good health. We get vitamin D from the sun. It can help alleviate depression. It can promote wakefulness. It is a good thing. Research has shown that high energy visible light boosts alertness, helps memory, cognitive function, and elevated mood. We also have to remember that light Blue light messes with our sleep and our ability to produce melatonin. However, if you're having trouble sleeping, try doing the simple thing as disconnecting from your digital device two or three hours before bed instead of trying to take a supplement that could really futz up your system. If you've got enough serotonin in your system, you've got enough melatonin because melatonin is a product of serotonin. Serotonin is a product of tryptophan. Tryptophan is a product of 5-HTP. It's all this cascade effect of how the beauty of how your body works and the hormones and neurotransmitters that are made and how we actually get that circadian rhythm, that cycle that we have that keeps us healthy. Some of the things that we want to consider, and I did find a good pictogram. However, I did not write the notes here, but basically what it talked about is you want to stay away from blue light two to three hours before bedtime. And we've gone over that several times. So hopefully it's cemented in your head a little bit better. When you're looking at a computer screen, a tablet, any kind of blue light source, and especially if you're reading something on the computer, be sure to take a break every 20 minutes to look away 
for at least 20 seconds. I've heard it be, you wanna take a 10 minute break every hour and focus on something far away. However, this pictogram that I saw said every 20 minutes, you wanna look 20 feet away for 20 seconds. This can help your eye focus on something far away. It works those muscles, the lens flexes a little bit better and it's gonna be better for you. Be sure and protect your eyeballs when you're outside. If you are outside a lot, be sure to have UV blocking sunglasses. This can protect your eyes from cataracts later on. I don't think that cataract surgery would be very pleasant. I don't think the aftermath of putting drops in your eyes every day, being careful, all that, eh, not digging it. And I don't know what that means after you have cataracts removed. This is something that I've come across because I've known some people who have had cataracts removed. It doesn't seem like a pleasant experience at all. Just not really digging that at all. Well, I've gone on and on a little bit more than I wanted to, but the things that I want you to take away from this podcast episode is sometimes lack of sleep can be easily rectified by staying away from blue light sources prior to bedtime. Sometimes depression and feeling down can be mitigated by getting outside in the sun. Maybe even just sitting in the sun. However, when you're out in the sun, you do want to make sure that your eyes are open. Don't go out in your backyard and sit out there and close your eyes. That ain't going to help. Blue light can be very good for you. But since we have all these artificial forms of light... Too much exposure can be very dangerous in many ways, some proven, some not. When you're kicking around the house in the evening and it's getting close to bedtime or after the sun goes down, switch to night lights or light sources that are warm, that are in the red spectrum. It will help your body say, hey, it's time to chill out and get ready for sleeping. Little changes can make a big difference. So there's no easy answer. You can't go out and buy glasses to fix your eye strain. It's another thing about taking care of you. And I hope that this podcast gives you some information to do that. I've included all the links below that were viable links, not the hooey ones that were selling snake oil and blue light glasses because, oh my God, it's going to stop the digital eye strain because it won't. That's all I've got for this week. If you'd like to reach out to me, please feel free to do so. I can be reached at read at fastmail.com. Visit our home on the web, which is readrants.com and click follow. So then you can get email of the podcast and the synopsis of the podcast directly delivered to your email box. We are also starting to play stuff on PodCoin so you can actually get paid for listening to my podcast. Yeah, more on that in the weeks to come. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Reed Rants. And remember, Reed is spelt R-I-E-D. Until we talk again, take care of you, everybody. Reed Rants, signing off. Mm-hmm.